0: Welcome to the Cap City Outfitters podcast. you got Chris and Brian. This is episode 33. Uh, Today we're going to talk about um, fitness, physical fitness, uh, physical training, being able to do things to stuff in the real world, kind of break this down into things we want to be capable of doing, Um, the training, be that exercises, implements ideas on how we go about doing that, and then some thoughts about how to go around training, in, training around injuries, uh, being maybe a little more advanced in years, um, some staying, things like that. Standing
1: right here, you kind of hurt my feelings right there. So, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I guess to, to start off, you know, what do we want to be able to do? Uh, you know, I would say I want to be able to move myself and the things around me through space, uh, be that over. Walls um, underneath things that I've got to crawl under something or around something. Uh, be able to vault, you know, a counter or a table. Uh, be able to pick up that table and throw it through a window if I need to get out of somewhere. Um, to some degree, being able to move people—be that in a casualty evacuation type standpoint, yep. Uh, or if I need to, you know, make someone not be doing whatever they're doing. Um, yeah, but ultimately it comes down to applying force against objects in space. Um, from a, I guess that's kind of the physics standpoint.
1: Sure, and and I would also, you know, when we talk about, you know, a lot of this, we think from a defensive mindset. You know, are you strong enough to grab a hold of somebody and move them, or um, maybe a medical trauma mindset? Are you strong enough to grab a hold of somebody and pull them into the back of a police cruiser if you're a police officer? Um, You know, if you've gone through any kind of, uh, you know, evacuating an injured shooter type of training, what you find out is that you're smoked. It's a lot of work. But you grab somebody and basically you flop yourself and them into the back of the cruiser and then peel yourself out from underneath them and get out. Um, Hopefully while somebody else is handling trauma concerns of the patient, um, you know, as you're doing that kind of work. Mm -hmm. um, Those things are very, very hard to do. Um, Even if you're trained, they're very hard to do. Um, you know, Brian talked to mention vaulting over things, jumping over things. Um, I ain't jumping over anything anymore. I might crawl under it, but the, <laughs> going up and over is not happening the way, the way it used to. Um, you know, just those kind of things. Uh, along with that, um, speed, um, if you know me, it is almost funny. I can almost hear you laughing out loud that I would mention the word speed, but the ability to pro- propel yourself through space over Short distances, even maybe longer distances, in in you know a certain type of emergency, but the ability to cover 20, 30, 40, 50 yards quickly, um, and something that I am I'm horrible at, but but speed, um, three to five second rushes, yeah, be able to move, be able to get up, move, get back down, um, be able to just run between two pieces of cover or whatever, um, whatever that the case may be, um, you know that those types of things are potentially critical and when they're critical there's not time to figure out how to be better at them right then so that time's now
0: yeah yeah and a lot of this comes down to you know physical preparedness will make you better at life um the uh ben bergeron from crossfit new england he runs the chasing excellence podcast you know looks at you know what are we doing now that will help us stay out of the nursing home you know 30 or 40 or 50 years from now sure uh, So. You know, being having muscle and muscle mass um, today. You know, as we age, we gradually lose that muscle mass. Um, the more we have, the the longer it takes to lose it. To the point where you're incapable of doing basic things like getting up and getting out of bed. Yeah. Um, standing up from the toilet. Yep. Yeah. Um, you. Know, stuff that, you know, as independent, prepared Americans, we kind of take for granted a lot of times. Sure,
1: sure, sure. The other thing with, along with muscle mass too, is bone density. Um, If you don't put stress on muscles, you won't maintain muscle mass or increase muscle mass. By the same token, if you don't do weight-bearing exercise and movement, you likely won't be able to maintain bone density at some point in your life as well. Um, You know, we we hear the story about the little old lady who fell down and broke her hip. Uh, Typically, her hip broke and then she fell down because of a lack of bone density. So, you know, doing putting putting stress on your body um, in 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 an organized uh, program uh, generally will lend to bone density, uh, stronger connective tissues, and and stronger muscles and muscle mass, and all those things um, are critical right now, and they'll be critical more so as you age um, in a lot of different arenas in your life. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, and to that effect, you know, getting strong arguably takes years. You know, increasing aerobic capacity takes maybe a couple months. Uh-huh. Um, so the, the sooner you can start on increasing just pure strength, um, be that from a strength endurance standpoint and then a speed power standpoint or rate of force production, you know, doing starting that today and working on it tomorrow and the day after and the day after that, you know, and down the line um, really starts to pay off. three, four, ten years, you know, down the road.
1: Absolutely. Um, You know, and and again, I'll throw this word out there, and and I'm hearing Wolfie right now laughing at me, um, is consistency. Um, Showing up and doing something every single day um, is is significantly more important than showing up two days a week or three days a week and going crazy. Um, You know, doing something every day, uh, that consistency, that commitment to whatever it is you want to improve will make... we'll we'll pay dividends greater than working really hard sporadically so also bear that in mind as well from a planning perspective as we go forward with this conversation so
0: yeah yeah Um, another thing I'm just going to put in there you know things we should be able to do Uh, I would say carrying a pack with somewhere between 10 and 20% of your body weight for let's call it 8 miles in 2 hours on a sidewalk or a road Um, so being able to you know maintain some amount of like wherever i'm at i need to not be here i can't get where i need to go in a vehicle so i am going to walk um and i want to get there relatively quickly
1: yeah in and, and a 15 minute walking pace um that's its beating feet that's that's moving it's not a run it's not a jog but it, that's still a walk um that that is a that's a very realistic pace a 15 minute mile at a but it's at a serious clip thinking that most of you if you've not thrown uh, 10% of your body weight on your back and tried to do it it's an attention getter but it is nowhere near impossible um, a little bit of training a little bit of rucking is something you can get to that number fairly quickly but not if you don't, don't go do it it's also a good exercise and it's a good way to see places um, mm-hmm. you know so if you want to get that kind of training in you know take that pack and go somewhere and do that uh, whether it's a cityscape or whether it's out in the country so not, not hard to do that at all
0: yeah other uh, ideas for you know for what to do Um, you know, with a workout type focus, um, personally, I love kettlebells. Um, they're relatively inexpensive for what they allow you to do. They don't take up a lot of space. You can use them at home. You can take them outside. You can take them to the park. Um, you know, if you're in an apartment or you don't have a lot of space and you want to work out at home, you don't need a lot of space to use them. Um, they stow away very easily and you can do a, a, way more things than i could possibly count with them
1: absolutely yeah the almost unlimited possibilities it's it's a chunk of steel with the handle on the side Um, so whether it's push pull um, you know whether it's extension retraction whether it's you know um, eccentric eccentric you can do it all with a kettlebell it's just a matter of figuring out which way to point your body to do it so
0: yeah and you know it gets back to that we have to pick them up we have to hold on to them Um, in that you know moving an object through space um, you get not only a, an amazing sense of kinesthetic awareness and proprioception, but also unbelievable hand strength um, out of working with kettlebells. Yep. Uh, which makes your pistol shooting a lot easier because you can you can completely crush the gun.
1: Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, um, I, I don't do kettlebell stuff as much as I'd like, but I do kettlebell stuff. I, I, there's probably some component to what I do working out on, at least on a weekly basis where I use kettlebells. And it has, over the years, has definitely made a big difference in my grip strength, being able to hold on to things, et cetera. Um, and some other movements go along with that too, like simple hanging. Um, if you can find monkey bars, um, you could probably hang from something um, and increase your grip strength too. Um, you don't need special super fancy tools to increase grip strength, and that will help dramatically with your ability to shoot a gun, because keeping it pointed where you want while you press the trigger is part of that game, so.
0: Yeah. In addition to, you know, kettlebell swings or, you know, I call slingshots, which is another variation on a swing, um, kettlebell front squats, not only work your, your quads and all of your lower body, but also work all the accessory, accessory muscles for overhead pressing, um, kettlebell overhead presses, um, help rehab your shoulders to some degree when done correctly. Um, you know, if you've got shoulder problems, Um, doing floor presses so we're laying on our back on the floor and then pushing you know up with a single kettlebell Um, if you do have problems get somebody to help spot you with that but we can vary the weight you know that we're working with a lot more easily than trying to do a push-up
1: and one of the things that working with kettlebells does too um, I have a, a shoulder injury that's that's been kind of nagging me for a little bit over a year that I can't seem to get away from um, that was a bench press entry um, and it wasn't even anything fancy. It was literally doing warm up sets, and something decided no more. Um, I can do kettlebell overhead presses. I really floor presses. I can do the. But what the kettlebell allows you is comfortable rotation of that joint. If I'm holding onto a bar. I don't have a way to rotate my shoulder to where it's comfortable because my hands have to hold onto the bar. Versus with the kettlebell, it's in the air by itself, and it's more comfortable to have the, you know, the handle of the kettlebell rotated one way or the other. It allows me to do that, so that's kind of nice too to be able to continue to do overhead presses and some incline presses and stuff. Um, but with the bar, that I just simply can't do with the bar because it just hurts. It's not worth it. So yeah, definitely lost some yeah. freedom of motion there for those joints to go where they want to go and and keep maybe keep you out of a little bit of pain. So yeah.
0: Uh, and additionally, you know, with the kettlebells we can do whole body movements like the Turkish get up. We start on our back, you know, rise up to a kneeling position, um, get to standing, you know, overhead with the, the kettlebell kind of, we get our arm locked out and extended the whole time. Um, you can Google some really good YouTube demonstrations of what the Turkish get up looks like. Uh, I've been doing recently some complexes with the kettlebell, so starting with a swing um, then going to a clean, uh, doing a squat, doing a lunge, doing an overhead press, then doing a swing, and then passing the kettlebell over to the other hand, you know, with another swing. So it works out to I think seven movements per side, um, so 14 repetitions, you know, per set, and then trying to do five to seven sets, you know, both sides for one like super set. Yeah. Um, and you get a lot of strength, endurance, and a really good cardiovascular workout at the same time. And you can you can knock out a lot of work in anywhere from thirty to thirty minutes to an hour, depending on how long you want to go for.
1: Sure. Yep. 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 So, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Other. Uh, what else? Do you, you do a lot more stuff with Wolfie. Yeah. Flo.
1: So um, Flow Fitness. You see, if you get our newsletter, mm-hmm. you see Flow Fitness mentioned. Um, Steve Wolf is the, the coach and trainer there and, and owner. Um, you know, we do a lot of stuff that's, that's CrossFit-ish. Um, you know, we do some of the workouts. Uh, we also do some of the hero workouts, um, you know, certain times of the year and stuff like that. Um, we do a lot of outdoor stuff, a lot of movement stuff involving weights, a lot of movement stuff involving kettlebells. Um, and, and, you know, going and finding a, a gym... Um, it's, it, quite honestly, to me, it's a lot like finding a group of guys to shoot with. Um, if you find the right group of people, it becomes another tribe or part of your tribe. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, the guys that flow, I, I, I sometimes joke that it's kind of an old guy gym, but it's not just an old guy gym. We've got some young folks there that are studs. Um, we've got some women there that are impressively athletic and strong and able to do work um as well so i mean you know find find a, a neighborhood gym find a local place where they move stuff around um and if it's a meathead gym and that's your thing and you just want to lift heavy stuff and be a power lifter, that's awesome if it's a crossfit gym and you want to you know talk about what you do to everyone all day long until you make them vomit because um, they're tired of hearing about how you vomited today um that's cool too Um, You know, do those different things, but find somewhere that's your tribe and go do that and, and, you know, put, you know, because those people are generally really good people and they have similar goals to what you do and and they help to cement your consistency and commitment to doing what you're doing because now it's not just, you know, if I don't want to do it today, who am I letting down or who's relying on me to be there to do whatever or who's going to give me crap about it the next day, Wolfie um you know so that's that's part of the game too so that that tribe aspect of it is is really cool and and i found that like um i've got a lot of people that i work out with that that aren't just friends from the gym they're they're just plain friends now and that's kind of cool too so it's a lot like the shooting tribe versus the gym tribe or whatever so yeah chase down your chase down your local local if you have one um if you don't you know stop by and and meet meet wolfie and chase down flow
0: yeah uh, another thing to go along with that is getting out of, you know, the air-conditioned 70 degrees or 65 degrees and, you know, 25% relative humidity and go work out in a real environment, whether that's, you know, 90 and humid or 15 and quite, uh, quite dry because <laughs> it's, yeah. you know, it's very snowing and whatnot. But getting being able to, to get outside and work and perform, you know, in real environments, um, makes a difference when you do, you know, something goes wrong or something goes down and you've got to get, got to get work done. Um, cause that's, that's when and where, you know, things have to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of our lives, um, you know, may have to actually occur outdoors. So training, there's a good thing too. And I don't know, um, working out inside is not soulless. Um, but working out outside is just, it's good for your soul for certain. There's just something to it. Even you know, breaks into a rain, or you get to see a sunrise while you're working out, or a sunset while you're working out. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It, there's there's a certain connectedness there that yeah. I like Just a lot.
0: Just to, to breathe fresh air is yep. kind of nice.
1: Yeah. Or be able to perform when there's, you know, diesel smog in the air. That's kind of cool too. A little stressor. So,
0: yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, you were talking about maybe working around injuries or?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, again, guys, I'm, I'm not a spring chicken. Um, I, I've, I've got a few different injuries. I've, I've had some knee surgery a couple times and some other things going on with ankles. And um, thank thank God, knock on wood, no serious back injuries, but, you know, shoulder injuries um, and, and just lots of fun stuff with broken fingers, broken toes, and, and just general stupid clumsy. Um, None of those things are really good reasons to keep you from working out or keep you from putting stress on other parts of your body, unless you've broken most of it all at once. Um, but unless you're evil can evil, you know, it's probably hard to find that person. So, um, you know, work out around your injuries. If you, you know, if you go to a gym or you got a coach, or you do kettlebells or whatever. You know, if you already do this stuff, you can probably figure out other things to do to keep yourself moving. Um, you know, for me, uh, with the shoulder being jacked up, I don't do bench presses. Um, because it hurts and it hurts for days. Um, I also don't do chin-ups because they hurt and they hurt for days, but I still manage to do overhead presses, ring rows and stuff like that. And, and a lot of that is having somebody say, hey, try this and see if it works, or just having the guts to try a movement and say, okay, does this work or not? Obviously, we don't want to injure ourselves further, um, you, know, so, you know, so work into those things gently and see what you can do, but going out and continuing to move um, other parts of your body, don't sacrifice everything else. You know because one part of you is hurt um you know i've had two knee surgeries i still get under a squat bar i still squat deep um well as deep as i can um but you know I, I still do full squats i get as deep as i can go with them and you know pushing up around 300 pounds and i know that's not a ton of weight but um and i've had people go oh you don't want to do that you'll ruin your knees um you know the, I, you, if you don't move things if you don't use things they will they will stop working it's just like leaving a car um, sit for years and try and get in it and drive it away is not going to happen your body's the exact same way um, Jack Lalane years ago was like on the Johnny Carson show and he joked at 80 some years old he gets up and does a hundred deep knee bends every morning um, you know because it means he can get up and do 100 deep knee bends every morning so you know e- even if something's injured go do other stuff figure something else out um, don't don't let that be the thing that wrecks the whole system.
0: yeah and to that degree you know focus especially starting out, not on putting up great crazy big numbers but on doing the movements perfectly yep um you know good technique whether that's as a body weight movement or you know just a bar or a really light kettlebell um doing things correctly um, will help keep you from getting injured and it will help you know prime movement patterns and otherwise get you know connective tissue ready and capable of doing heavier things
1: absolutely yeah per- perfection in form good form above all else um and then again um commitment show up and do the work as, as much as you can you know daily would be awesome so yeah
0: you're know, thinking about you know volume over a week a month a year over 10 years versus you know how much did i do today um you know doing a ton of volume on a single day can easily sabotage you know the week and then sabotage the month and everything can easily go downhill from there yep so yeah yeah um you know most importantly you know go go do something get off the couch um yeah get active be active yeah because everything we're
1: talking about here we've been focused on like the workout and the gym etc um, you know this this could be throwing a backpack on with a couple water bottles in it for weight you know or a small weight in it and going down to the Hawking hills and going for a hike and seeing something cool um, any time of the year. This could be walking around your neighborhood with a small pack on and maybe meeting your neighbors. Um, it's pretty interesting the kind of people who want to talk to you and they perceive you're carrying something heavy on your back and you want to move fast, it's almost like they know you want to move fast so they try and slow you down. So say hi, no big deal.
0: Yeah I mean if you're out walking a dog doing a you know, school backpack, with 10 pounds in it you know you get a lot more workout over the course of a month or a season than you do just walking the dog yep um and you don't even really notice that you got it on your back that's it yeah um uh, come and see us we're caps outfitters um on facebook and instagram uh, caps dot on the web 4465 cemetery road in hilliard ohio um yeah stop in and see us We'll see you soon.
1: Thanks much.